You are now listening to the best show in the universe. The Anthony Rogers Show. You probably wish that this was your show. But it's not. It's the Anthony Rogers Show. Tell all of your friends to listen to this show. This episode is sponsored by DIY Gifts. Go to DIYGifts.com and add these like cool kits to make different things like bath bombs, lip balm. I got a gin kit and a couple hot sauce kits they sent me and they seem pretty awesome. So go to DIYGifts.com, link in the description while you're watching this episode. Today's guest is Mickey Avalon. Mickey Avalon is an American rapper from Hollywood, California. You may know his platinum song, My Dick, or Stroke Me, or Mr. Ryder, Jane Fonda, So Rich, So Pretty. Uh, check out some of his music. He has a new album out called Speak of the Devil, um, and here's this episode. Enjoy. Uh, welcome back to the greatest show in the entire universe. Uh, today, we have uh, Mickey Avalon, a rock superstar. I, I don't want to downplay to a genre, but superstar Mickey Avalon. How are you doing, man? Great, thank you. How are you doing? Really good, man. Uh, I just want to start off telling you that you're a lot better than this show. Like, you shouldn't be doing this. Like, it's... it's it... <laughs> I was the same thing. Your, your agent's going to be pissed. They're going to be pissed that you did this show. <laughs> no, don't, uh, you know, I haven't been talk, communicating as much as I should. So this is, I'm not good with the social media, and I try to go live more, but I, I don't do it too often. So I think they'll be stoked. That's cool. And, uh, for people not uh, following you on Instagram, like uh, you're you're in Bali right now playing music, basically. Yep. That's fucking awesome. Just came, uh, really just came to get out of the get out of the states, get out of where I live, because uh, it just got pretty depressing. And then uh, just ended up staying longer. No, no reason to go home. No, I, I, I see your Instagram stories and like, I'm, you're a fucking genius. You're basically, <laughs> you're basically just playing music and partying like an agent and shit. It looks, it looks fucking awesome, man. I mean, I got, I got lucky that I figured out how to do it. And then, uh, yeah, I, w- I would contribute more of it to luck than, uh, and just, I mean, I guess luck and then just learning how to like flow with the current and not fight. I think I just kind of let, I let myself be kind of, pulled to where I need to go and I've just gotten better at that but then uh but then once here just realizing like no reason to I mean I would go back and go back to work if if it was available but uh it's not so I don't need to just go home to watch everything I love around me deteriorate uh while there's nothing I can do about it anyhow so um yeah just like there's just more and more people on the streets and it just can't and before covid i mean with it with it it's even worse but um yeah i'm ready to go back and i don't want to go back but if uh, the venue is open and i can uh, and i can perform i'll go back if i was you i wouldn't come back either man honestly like <laughs> it, looks, it looks like you're having way more fun to be honest with you and like you spoke, brought some real shit i mean definitely i mean uh, the decline of like major cities right now is insane but i, I think you're making the best of it i think you uh, like it seems like so far yeah yeah and i didn't say any of that stuff to be depressing obviously it just is what it is and and we don't know uh, it's real the b that are making it happen, you, you can't blame your pot like yeah the politicians are all losers both sides but there's not these conspiracies and stuff. It's just, that's what happened. Like humans just, we were, you know, we're a certain kind of thing and we you can't really fix, it's hard to fix these things. So you don't need to like 
get depressed about it. You just kind of just gotta see, you know, let let our species do whatever it's gonna do, you know. That's a real standpoint that only only an artist could have. <laughs> like, like, I agree with it 100. percent But like, only like, like you're not gonna hear a dentist say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, you know, I just think everyone should just make art and stuff. But yeah, if everyone did that, then no one would be there to fix their teeth. So yes. You're it's right. a collaboration. It's a collaration for sure. No, the, yeah. you need the artists to say the tough words, man, and talk about the weird times and shit, man. Like I think, like that's interesting. Like, no, it is. It is crazy. But I mean, yeah. What's being sad going to do about it, really? <laughs> like, like, I mean, it's like it's like, like oh man, America, uh, the decline of the West. I'm, I'm going to cry, but I mean, like, I just work harder. I'm going to get richer in this time, you know. It's like, yeah. And I could easily, could easily, and have been in those shoes. So uh, it's not something I like really look down on either. It's just like one of those. It just is what it is. And, and like, you know, we want to think that we know what other people are thinking and stuff, but like, you don't know what's going on in somebody's, somebody else's head or in their spirit. You know what I mean? That's right. Like, they, not that anyone, anyone could be, you know, like people talk about like, oh, this kid, this kid has Down syndrome. Like, that's so sad. Like, how do you know? What if that's, what if that's the coolest existence of all time? You know what I mean? I'm not saying I, it's probably yeah, a lot better. It's probably a lot better than crying about it. Like, like about someone else. You know, he's probably, yeah, I never heard a person with Down syndrome. Like, don't like, like, man, this sucks. <laughs> I literally, it's always other people. That's a good point, man. Actually, that's crazy. The sad ones. And, and then nowadays they're probably trying, everyone's trying to like medicate everyone. And that would be kind of sad if they put, you know, like put someone on, on, uh, on medication that didn't ask for it. But like, yeah, exactly. I don't know what the fuck we're talking right now but yeah keep going it's good that was good great that's uh, I, I don't know how you're allowed in la with your own opinion like i don't know how like how you asked out there this long like before i was i mean there's some weird vortex out there i think there's a lot of good and evil going on at like same time and then that's really yeah and i mean i don't again i don't think hollywood is like the problem but there's yeah i mean anywhere see i was born and raised there and uh my family came there to Boyle Heights after after the war and then uh they and they weren't trying to get into Hollywood or anything and I think there's a lot of just cool genuine people there but if anywhere that you have a lot of people coming from uh, all over the place if you come there just to have sun and fun that's good for you but if 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 all these people are coming somewhere with the dreams of uh, becoming famous uh, and don't even know what they want to be famous for or even what uh, fame even entitles and uh, how not fun that is. And that if you were going to, for whatever reason, uh, accomplish that, like hopefully you do something good with it. But if you just have a bunch of people that just want to become famous, like, yeah, that's going to be, that's going to create a pretty uh, annoying uh, society but it's not that like you're I mean unless you're also in that like like my friend uh Simon Dirt Nasty like he because he is an actor and he loves doing that he has to rub uh elbows or shoulders or whatever you say with a lot of those people so that could be annoying I I'm not in that world so it's and I don't go to Starbucks to get my coffee so it's not like I'm really uh seeing that that too often you know what i mean for me it was just from a young age i just kind of noticed wow uh all these people are, are coming here and they think that 
not 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 even the people want to meet just people that want to go see like downtown los angeles or, or hollywood boulevard and i thought well they they think they're what they think they're coming to see here is not really here like uh this is like a very like dark dark uh sad thing going on you know what i mean there's a and i never could really put it into words uh because i i once I started touring and, and then also travel with my mom when I was young and uh, I would see everywhere else, like most places like downtown would be where like people dressed up nice to go to dinner with their family and uh, go to the theater or, uh, you know, whatever, see a movie. And then ever since I was a kid, downtown is like where you go to get drugs and whatever other dark shit is out there. And um, and I never could really put it into like words or, or clear thought process. There's this uh, documentary, new one, uh, that's on Netflix, and uh, it's called like the it's called Crime Scene, and I forgot the name of the hotel. It's not the Chelsea Hotel. It's in New York. It's a hotel like that, like the Chlorine. Forgot what it's called, but I know what you're talking about. But I'm blanking on the name. I know what you're talking about. Like that lady, that lady was like in the elevator. Those videos, the elevator shots, whatever. Yeah, story is just about mental health, and it's they go all over the place, and then they bring it back to what it really is. But the whole backdrop is the more fascinating part because it's all about uh, Los Angeles. Uh, the Cecil, and I did, the Cecil Hotel. Cecil Hotel. That's that's it. what it is. Uh, I think people should really check it get all the way through all four four parts because they go into all these crazy conspiracies and they basically just to like disprove them and or not disprove them but just give the you know but basically i didn't even know this being from there but i guess what happened was um so like america was booming oh sorry let me just get this america was booming uh california was booming los angeles was booming so they built all these like awesome uh huge art deco hotels and then it's right down the street from the train station which is still there it's on like alameda and 17th i believe and it's also a beautiful train station so daily uh daily like uh, i don't know if it was hundred or a thousand but like tons of people would come in on the train to uh beautiful train station go stay in these beautiful hotels and then uh I guess in 1929, when the uh, stock market crashed, basically is when Skid Row was invented. And then uh, and it used that. to be little strip. And then since then now, uh, it's just it's just everywhere. So it's a good documentary, check it out. No, it's, it's super interesting. Like you brought up a lot of good points with that, I think, man. Like, uh, and that's gotta be crazy seeing that happen. It's like, I mean, yeah, like, it's turning like 10 cities and shit. It's like, I think like, uh, like, like the force collapse like economy, you know what I mean? The force collapse world economy or something like, it just seems like major cities are just ridiculous right now. It's crazy. Yeah. And then, and then we call, you know, Mary, it's like, we call ourselves first world. And then all these other countries are third world. And that's supposed to mean like what, like they're, they're stupid or they're savages or their government doesn't take care of them right or whatever. But the truth is, at least to the ones I've been to, I don't see any of that stuff. Uh, I don't see people on the streets and homeless and all, you know what I mean? Everyone seems to be taking care of each other. And uh, a lot of, you know, reason like stealing, it's such a, 
big deal is because anyone would give you anything. So if someone would give you something and you steal it, that's pretty disrespectful, you know? Yeah, no, I think the culture like, where you're at is a lot different than like American culture. Too. I, I think they're less delusional. Like, they're like, like every, everyone thinks they're like a, a minute away from being a millionaire or like famous or something. You know, there's, a, there's a huge yeah. delusion, especially in town like LA, there's a huge delusion. Like, And then what? So what if you get that? And then what? Like you think your problems are going to be gone? It's like, I think everyone started at one time like, oh my God, my problems is just I don't have any money. And then if I got a little, uh, it's all going to like... I, maybe that's happened one time in history, but uh, I don't. I don't find that to be the case. No, it's not the answer. I, I think yeah, sad like sad traumatic people kind of look at that. I, I feel there's a lot of that, like for sure. Yeah, it's just um, yeah. But I think you can like. Uh, I think just like it's the best. It's probably the best job though, entertainment in any aspect. Like, like you could pay the most money, do the least amount of work. I feel like depending on what it is. I think that's that's why I enjoy entertainment is basically just like <laughs> it's at least I mean it's like literally like I can talk I can talk to you for no reason and it's fucking awesome you know I mean? and then literally like I, and then I, people will buy ads for no fucking reason and like you I mean it's just the easiest job in the world and I love it like I, it's like you know I mean I couldn't I couldn't do anything else I delivered I I did the laziest jobs before this you know I I like this shit you know it's like I feel yeah like no I could I just really couldn't do anything else I mean I I have had plenty of shitty uh but really it and i didn't plan this but yeah it's um i i, I like it i like doing what i love to do I, I, a lot of the bullshit that goes with it but i mean that's anything that's just that's just life you know that's yeah, so, uh, what what was the inspiration for uh my dick by mickey avalon <laughs> on it what are you song that's, in the fucking all, world? that's all andre legacy uh me andre legacy dirt nasty and i'm not being humble i'm just I, I can't take credit for something that, I, that not only did I not come up with, but me and uh, he told us the idea. And then we're like, that's the worst idea ever. Uh, the last thing we're trying to do is just like brag about how big our dicks are. And so like, if anything, <laughs> like let's do how our dicks are. Um, but, uh, but then just, we always knew, like, we kind of learned by that time that a lot of times when you do think something's a bad idea, just do it anyhow, because we had already seen, like, other things that we thought were bad ideas, kind of uh, people respond to uh, good. And uh, so then Durnasty literally just made the beat and, like, basically to shut him up and to just be like, okay, like, just like you listen to our ideas, we'll listen to your idea. So in probably like record time tried to make like the stupidest fastest beat ever and uh made the beat again which he probably could never do again because he was just like okay like and then uh and then we did it and then it's like our biggest song and now looking back i think it's kind of a good idea because it's one of those things that it's been it went platinum like our only song that been platinum. So that means at least a million people like uh, responded to it. And then it's kind of that, uh, it's like that thing where you kind of just, you know, like, I don't know what's called, when you like bag on each other, you know, like, like your mama, you know, like a your mama joke. Yeah, like, yeah, no, I love the song. It's funny as shit, dude. And it's been made by so many different people. And then I'm like, he, he totally, he tapped in. It wasn't about bragging about how big our dicks were. It's just that, that thing that like humans do and probably men more than women, which is like, 
Uh, like when women get together, they don't just go like, you look so stupid. Look at your hair. Look at your tit. Like they're just really nice to each other. And then, they stand up behind each other's back. They stand up behind their back. <laughs> uh, but guys, the way we show our love is by like, like the more, the more you like a friend and the closer you are with them, the more shit you're going to give them. And uh, it probably comes from like a loving place because in like, uh, you know, if you lived in like a village or something and you're doing stupid shit that was like fucking up the tribe, they probably, first they would kind of chat, you know, jib you, like kind of clown you. And then if, if the point didn't get across, then they might have to take you out, you know, to the river and drown your ass or something. So, um, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's all Andre Legacy. Uh, we love him and hopefully one day he'll be back on the road with us. I gotta, I gotta say it's like funny seeing you play like in a, like a, on, on Instagram and stuff like the stories you'll post like it's funny hearing you do your songs in like in another country for some reason like, I, feel like, I feel like a lot of times it's like it's like a, like the Vegas thing became like a, like, a, like a sad thing but your, your thing's actually like badass and funny at the same time like, like you're just like you're not doing it in America but you're doing it like in another place and like I'll hear you just like singing the lyrics to your fucking songs dude and it looks like it's at like a resort or something too and it's just like I, I, you have like some you have some fucked up lyrics and like, like that's why it's like more or less that's why it's funny like to me I see. <laughs> I always yeah, see. I always try to take like the lowest common denominator of uh, you know things and humans. Most of the characters die, and then it's like they're funny and not funny. But I think maybe it works because it's not like coming from a, a mean spirited. Like whenever anyone's like, "You said this about this person or whatever," it's like the it's all across the you know. It's not like anger towards women or anger towards men or anger towards the, you know it's just like uh just uh a, a, a joke know, a, it's a fucking joke oh it's common denominator yeah that's true that's true man so uh you uh so you have a new band like right now like in, in the in bali right now yeah it kind of it kind of uh just kind of came as a, a fluke like i've been here a few times and my and my friend amade J, he's like a sick guitar player he has his own band. He's uh he's kind of a legend out here and in Australia, but he's played in the States and stuff. And he had a rock and roll bar out here because like the only place that a lot of the a lot of the places like you're saying like are for tourists and they plays like uh reggae or uh techno or uh cover cover bands. So he just kind of made a place just to play rock and roll and where he could hang out and uh you know, bring friends bands there and drink, smoke, uh, and cigarettes, smoke cigarettes. And, uh, of course. <laughs> and so, so I met him through Simon and then we played there at Gimme Shelter. And then we would all just kind of rap about doing like, you like, oh, be cool to do this, do that. And then, uh, so then I was here and then we just like talked about it. Then he just put the band together. And two of the two of the dudes are from another band, this sick rockabilly band called Hydrant. Uh, everyone look it up on uh, Instagram. I think it might be called the Hydrant Bali. There might be an underscore in there or something, but they're just a sick rockabilly band. And um, and then so it's just uh, actually, yeah, it's a chick chick from there, and then the the bass player and then the drummers, his cousin, but uh, just the people here and not to make uh, generalizations, but 
they can just they learn shit so good like and if something's not good like they'll just learn it and then it'll be better than it ever was like like people said like bread used to not be good here like they just didn't really know how to make bread and then now bread's like insane like best bread so these dudes are like sick musicians they've been doing since they're kids they love it and they literally could hear a song like one time and then just play it so we're just we're gonna do new stuff and um we're gonna do new stuff but we wanted to just like instead of spending a bunch of time like trying to write new shit and being in the studio we're like let's just uh play because it's fun and we'll just get you know good tighter good together like we were hurt like rehearsed a bunch and then uh so we just started with like uh nine of my songs uh old song you know nine of my songs and a few covers uh just so we could play then play then we're gonna go in the studio just record some of those like the old songs and then just to kind of make like a like a, a demo i guess you would call it and then uh just to see maybe if we can get some help from somebody to move it forward and then but then also simultaneously write new shit. i mean the, the the plan is to have write a new album obviously and and it'll happen you know the longer i stay here obviously the better but uh we just wanted to like get the you know play the show. We basically didn't want to go in the studio till we play live because we knew we'd get all the kinks worked out. And then, uh, but the real plan, like I'm not trying to make a, a record of my old stuff played a different way. You know, like it's cool to play it live. And uh, you know, if I think it'd be cool for us to do like a, a live. I, I was like, what I think would be cool. I don't know the logistics of it or the the legalities or any of that, but I think what would be cool in a perfect world would be if we did like a double record and then uh so one record is like new stuff, and then the other record is a live record, so then I get to by doing the live record, I get to play covers that I like you know basically it lets me play like a a cover album like a half cover album and then uh, play some of the old songs uh, in a different manner. And then there's always, you know, and it's not that they're supposed to be better or worse than the originals, just different. Like there's always gonna be people like, that, that sounded better uh, the original way. Some people think, oh, maybe that sounds better this way. Or some people, they both sound like shit. Or, but just if we do it in a live way, rather than trying to like re-record the old songs in the studio, even though we are going to record some of those on the studio just to make a demo just so people could hear the sound but uh i think the the jam would be a full album of new material and then a live album so we'll see i'm putting it out in the universe that's awesome so that's mickey avalon and the fuck boys yeah <laughs> i mean i wrote like a lot of names they're all kind of cool but like maybe they were like too cool and then uh, it was like Mickey Avalon and the Murderers, Mickey Avalon and the Lowdown, I don't know, Mickey Avalon and the Preacher's Prey. Uh, and then the Fuckboys just with the, with the ast asterisk, I don't know, I'm like, everyone I told would always laugh when, uh, when I, and then the guy like the guitar players kind of he put the band together we're kind of not that we're like the leaders of the band we're all equal but he he kind of put the and he i sent him the list and he's like i'm like tell me what like your three best were in are and then that was one of them and that's the one me and my chick were like 
every, and then everyone I tell, they just laugh. And then it's like, well, how's it gonna be on the radio? I'm like, hey, I don't know that I'm ever gonna be on the radio. And I know if that is gonna happen, uh, any decision I've ever made, like, well, we can't do that because what, and it's like, it never pans out that way anyhow. And if God forbid that we did end up on the radio, they would just say F boys anyhow. And then it's got the star. And then I think then the, the and then the people that don't understand like humor or sarcasm and then are like, well, what would you, that's like being like Mickey Avalon and the douchebags. I'm like, well, that's a great name also. <laughs> like, what are we supposed to be like Mickey Avalon and the coolest people on earth, you know? <laughs> yeah. Mickey Avalon and the equal human beings. Like <laughs> the, exact, the exact same thing. Uh, Mickey Avalon and the Mickey Avalons. Yeah. So. Oh, uh, cool. I, I think that was the one that's supposed to and and then uh it's the best one. yeah it's the best something one. I never I never really done is uh and I never I never was a fan of like hip-hop acts with like band you know I don't know I just always kind of like the DJ that's kind of how I grew up but it's just fun to do I'm I've always and I love when I perform and I have like a dancer or she's more like a performance art and I love that because there isn't a lot but I've it always looked fun when I, I would always have like a little sense of like jealousy and envy, uh, just watching like three or four people like kind of working together and seeing how, you know, I don't know. I just thought like that looks like it could be cool, you know? No, it is cool. So, like you have the coolest occupation on anybody I know right now, I think, like just playing on a fucking island in the, in the so is that Southeast they, Asia? Yeah. Yeah. Like another reason in the States, I can't do it because the shows don't pay enough money to bring five people to go do, you know, so it's always okay. been a uh, double-edged sword, where it's like a, a necessary evil that I kind of got to go by myself. But then at the same time, it was cool because then like me, you know, it paid for the, the airplane and anything. So like here, it's just like happened. Like if I would have been at home, like I should put a band together. Let me, let me put, let me put an, uh, an ad on Craigslist. Like, I just don't think it, that would have been, like, I just don't think that that's how things work in my life, you know? No, I agree. I agree. So uh, what else What else do you have going on? Are you, uh, you're painting now, too? Or you have been, I guess? Are you, but you're selling paintings now? Painting, but I did put out a record, like, halfway, you know, through COVID. I was working on it, you know, before the, the whole universe just took a flip. Uh, me and my boy Smoothie, he was the one who was producing, like, my last few records. Uh, we were working on a record. We got like halfway through and then uh, and then all this happened. So and I like putting out full records. I know that people just do songs now, but instead of uh, and I had and I had a bunch of songs that never that got put out, but never really like were heard by too many people. So I'm like, let's just take this half record and then uh, and then just finish, you know, kind of not remaster, but like kind of finish mastering these songs and then just put it out. And then so that was called Speak of the Devil. And uh, I'm super proud of that. And then uh, once got home, couldn't go on tour instead of bitching about it. Because if I start bitching about something, I'm just going to get depressed. And then that's going to just, you know, spiral. So then I finally got to do what I've always wanted to do, which I never thought I'd be a musician. I was always wanting to be a painter. And I painted like crazy, like all through my, um, I don't know, teenage years, 20s. You know, I got married when I was young, all through that, uh, just paint, paint, paint. And then, and then it never leaves you. Like even when, uh, 
you can and i would always i would always periodically be able to paint but like my life is so busy and it, it takes so much energy and never really um uh, had the time but i would always be painting in my head like look at things how would i do that so then i just started doing that and then it just kind of happened i'm like oh i could people want you know just selling you know selling them and then i, I found that like instead of me just painting something and then putting it up for sale which i do do that too like nudes and stuff but people love uh, their pets and their husbands and their wives and stuff so i just started painting that for people a lot of artists would think that that's like a a lowly form of art but i think all that kind of stuff's ridiculous it's art is art and uh i'm gonna paint someone's dog the same way i'm gonna try to paint a beautiful sunset or a landscape or a naked chick so uh it just kind of uh worked and and covid besides being like a shitty year for uh, a lot of things and people and and uh, not to downplay any of that stuff but uh i've also seen a lot of people finally uh, be able to do like like their passion or you know like some people that did what they like did everything right by the book like like what you're supposed to do like the the guidebook of life like get married have two children and a wife picket fence uh do a job you don't love you don't love but pays a lot of money and then did all that stuff and then it the rug was still pulled out from under them and then they're like just got to do what they love and i've seen people like just being happy making more money than they may just you know and i don't mean making money on people's uh despair like just um something else like like they found the thing they liked or went back to the thing they love so and i, I love performing uh too and i want to perform for everyone in america uh it's just I, i'm not going to go home to play in uh you know two cities in in two states and then go home for the rest of be depressed so uh I, I think the world will open at some point i mean i hope uh if you listen to people's opinions you know like they say they're like assholes you're going to get a different memory some people are like it's never going to go back the bill gates and everyone they control <laughs> five and it's like at the beginning i'm like oh this is going to be over in two weeks okay i was obviously wrong too what the fuck do i know about anything but uh i i think i hope it's gonna i i like to be optimistic i think things are gonna go back to normal sooner than later and uh you know whatever you think about vaccines or not vaccines it's like i i hope it, i want people to do that so people can fucking they can open the world again there's no tracker in it uh, they don't have a tracker yet. They can fit in a needle. So, uh, <laughs> you know, so yeah, whatever. Like, I don't know that I don't think young, healthy people need to take it. But if, if a bunch of old people and a lot of people need to do something to open up the world, I'm all for it. So, okay. and we don't need to talk about it. So let's just drop that. But yeah, hopefully the world soon and uh, I'll be able to play for people back there. I was, I was half wanted to pretend like I didn't know what you're talking about. Like I didn't know any of that was going. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like, wait, there's a virus. Like, <laughs> fucking things are amazing there. Um, <laughs> I love Texas. I mean, who the fuck doesn't love Texas? But and as you probably see and probably bumming you out, but lots of Californians moving to Texas, so they can take all their California bullshit and ruin Texas too. <laughs> That's that's hilarious. Yeah, I saw the power grid went out as soon as they all moved there. Like I saw within within a year, the power grid already went out in winter. <laughs> yeah, it works. Um, yeah. 
That's why I like being in Missouri. I, Nobody fucks with it. Like, was, uh, and then well, we can end it on this. But I was, as crazy as that was with the snow and everything, I was in Dallas one year. You probably remember the year. I don't remember the year. But it was for a Super Bowl. And, you know, Dallas, te- you know, Texas, normally a hot place. Dumping snow for Super Bowl Sunday. All the concerts, all the parties were canceled. And, uh, <laughs> and happened again, same time. So around the so shit just happened, you know. Dude, the universe is a strange place. Like, shit happens. God, God hates football as much as I do. That's great. <laughs> That's great. Or he hates those two teams. I mean, who knows? It could be. It could be. We have a similar. I think you like the Kings too, don't you? You like an LA Kings fan? I'm a more of a. I mean, I'm a guy. I I don't watch all sports just because I don't have time. But I like hockey more than the other ones. I think uh, as far as what's going on, what they're doing, uh, I find it more exciting and more uh, entertaining than uh, some of the other sports. Like they're you just got badass mother. It's like you got badass like ice skater. Like like basically. An ice skater, which would be like the the most like I don't know fruitiest feminist like sport if you think about it in like an Olympic like figure skating, but like just like graceful like gnarly dudes like graceful like bar brawlers you know yeah no, and it's, it's just so I dig it I didn't I didn't really grow up on it because I I lived in Los Angeles until Wayne Gretzky came to the Kings no one in L A really knew what hockey was but and it doesn't translate as much on television but like when you go to most people that go to a game either there's someone that's just not into sports at all and they're just like yeah i don't know yeah just get me back to the studio or whatever like this isn't for me or they're like wow this is this is like the best sport you know so yeah i think i i haven't been i used to like when i like i go to all the games at home and then I would like follow you know like be like a kid like oh my god like following and like now i'm like dude i don't know i got other shit to do than like see what's going on in an empty arena uh yeah. <laughs> that's the real way i've heard sports yeah as a kid it was fucking magic though but now, now i like half-ass watch like like the blues won a stanley cup a couple years ago i, I like blocked hockey again for a second but, but but no yeah no it's true as a kid it's fucking magic as an adult it's like yeah i got shit to do that's, that's real that's like the real way i could think about it like, like you seen that movie uh bronx tale yeah yeah great movie uh in the movie and i totally like just like hit my soul and i totally got it because i was like that kid and uh and it's like the 50s or 60s or something and it's like the kid he's like the son of like the normal family like robert de niro's his dad he drives like a school bus and his dad obviously wants to be like a hard worker but the hard worker school bus driver don't make no money and then so he's kind of becoming part of like the other guy the, the mob boss guy so the yankees like lose the world series and the kid's crying. He's a little kid. And then the mob boss, he's like, you think Mickey Mantle would ever cry for you? Like, snap, you know, smacks. And I'm like, God, no. Like, I would cry when the Lakers lost. Like, Magic Johnson's not going to cry for me. James Worthy's not crying for me. Like, Kareem, like, none of those dudes. So, and then I just, and I would get, I'd get into, like, fights at the hockey games. Like, we'd lose. And I'd be drunk. And, like, I'm just like, ah. And then, uh, and I'm like, dude, what am I, like, what am I doing? These dudes are multimillionaires uh, making all this money doing something they love. And that's another thing. Hockey players, like, like, yeah, they like the money because everyone like, but like, they love that. Like, they love that shit. Like, I don't know that some of the other sports love it anymore or if they're just like, if they just do it, you know? So it's like these dudes are getting 
shit ton of money to do the thing they love doing most. Like, and as bummed as they are when they lose, they're not that bummed. They just go and do it again the next. Like, so why am I bummed? Like, and like, because my city's team lost that I'm not even on the team, you know? So yeah. That's funny. You know, I had a I had an LA Kings player on, on here before, and like, when I asked him about like uh, a Stanley Cup, he's like, "Oh, it was just another day. I went back. It was fun for three days, and I went back to work." Like, that's how he views like his sport. Wait, what'd you say? Which player was it? Uh Dustin Penner. He was uh, from a couple <laughs> years ago. He won the cup a couple years ago. I know, and he's all he's really deep down the uh, the political conservative rabbit hole. But uh, I know Penner. <laughs> yeah. I think I. Yeah, and we, we, we were our friends. But uh, I even had a Dustin Penner jersey, uh, in a way, uh, Penner jersey. And, uh, yeah, so that's cool. That's actually how I met him. I, I ran for Congress as a Republican. That's how, that's how I met Dustin Penner. It's hilarious. <laughs> he, was like the, he, was the only, he was the only he was the only Republican in, in, in hockey, <laughs> like, I, like I think. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I think most of them probably don't care about any of that stuff. But, again, if you're – making a ton of money doing what you love to do. Why would, like I tell people like, like sports or like politics, it's like if one side's bad, and it, I'm not saying what side is bad, what side is good, whatever, but if one side's bad, the, that doesn't mean the other side's good. Like it could yeah, be yeah. bad to get, and there what? could be good. If two guys are boxing, that doesn't mean one's a good guy and one's a bad guy. They could both be bad guys. They could both be good guys. So the people think like, these people are screwed up and the answer is the other side. It's like, no. That's hot shit and cold shit. Like, do you, do you, making warming up the shit doesn't make it taste any better. So, no, I, I definitely, just, like, and I've seen friends get into it crazy this year, like, for Trump against, it's like, dude, this guy has nothing to, this has nothing to do with my life. Don't send me weird texts and emails because, like, you're just, you're just <laughs> ruining my vibration. So, like, I haven't really lost any friends uh, this year, but I, I've seen other friends lose friends by people just losing it. And I'm like, dude, you still just got to love these people. But like, and again, I'm not even saying who, what, who these people are. I'm just like, that's not something I want to partake in. And anyone who starts talking to me, I'm like, no, 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 no. Look at this beautiful sunset. <laughs> look at your life. Look at your beautiful wife. Look at your beautiful child. Look at what you do. Like, why are you, why are you letting these people get into your, like, like, Bill Gates and Donald Trump and like, dude, who fucking? They don't again. They don't care about you. Don't care about them. No, that's that's super real. No, I I definitely want my taxes back after twenty twenty. <laughs> I'm like, what are we paying these guys for? Really, it's insane. Check now and again. Like, I'll take it because I've always worked hard, and and I'll, if they want to send out a fucking check because they're not letting me work, like, yeah, I'll fucking take the check. But that's not going to make everything better. I'm not yeah, gonna I mean, rip it up. I can cut off my nose despite my face, but uh, yeah, I'll take I'll take money from anybody, no matter how stupid I think they are. <laughs> like, I'm like, deal, yeah, deal. That me taking that money, there was like some strings attached. Like, no, 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 that's your problem. I did not take that money under that guy's. I like but, spent them hella fast too, so so I wouldn't uh, so so they wouldn't take it back. <laughs> I was like I was like I'm gonna buy a fucking I bought a moped with one of them. I bought a, I just like spent I, I spent it as fast as possible. Cause I'm like you're you're never getting this back. Like, yeah, I wish I bought like a bunch of gold or Bitcoin or something. But um, that's fucking real. All right, well, dude, it was a it was a pleasure chatting. Uh, obviously, after this, send me the you know send me the link and all that stuff so I can post it. I I love your backdrop. I wish I. 
knew how to do that. It kind of looks like where I'm at right now, but if I, if it was out or if I was on DMT, it's pretty rad. Well, cool, man. Thanks for taking the time to do this, man. I appreciate it. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'll have the sound for you soon, man. Uh, check out Mickey Avalon uh, on all streaming services. Check out his new album. Uh, check out his new band. Uh, buy a painting from him. Uh, I probably will, honestly. I'll probably buy a painting off you, honestly. But uh, but yeah, yeah. no, uh, thanks, thanks a lot for coming on here, brother. I appreciate you taking the time. I guess lastly, because I'm always shitty about this, and then my chicks are like, you didn't even say your Instagram name or anything. So yeah, my Instagram, which is the main one, I think, and Facebook and Twitter too, but I don't really, I don't even know what those ones are, but Mickey underscore Avalon. So at Mickey underscore Avalon, and then that's where you would, uh, you know, direct message me about the paintings or anything for that matter. So, and if you're not on Facebook, and if you're not on that, uh, an email address that will reach me is uh instead of mickey avalon it's mini avalon that's m-i-n-n-i-e avalon at gmail.com